the biggest news in country. This is the Country 104 Roundup with Matt Weaver. This week, Dean Brody, George Canyon, and Leah Daniels will speak to us. We'll talk CFL football and country star baseball. There's also a surprise concert announcement, too. Finally, we have Mr. Andrew Hyatt, who's nominated for Album, Male, and Rising Star of the Year at the CMAO Awards this weekend. Andrew actually gave us a shout earlier in the week to talk about his new single, Habit. Um, so this, this song, you know what, I didn't write, I didn't write Habit, um, but I was going through a transition of labels and, and who owned what, so I just kind of stopped. I, I kind of didn't have the desire the to write anything. 104 Weekly bit, Roundup. Just, you know, was in a different headspace, but um, it was written by Jimmy Robbins, who's a titan of country music, and, and um, Jaron Johnson from the Cadillac 3, who's, again, another monster. So when those songs come across your desk, you just... If you love them, you don't you don't say no because you want them to continuously keep reaching out to you. Um, but yeah, this song, honestly, it felt like it was the perfect timing. This song feels so much like something I would write myself, and it just I was humming along like instantaneously. As soon as the song was over, I was singing the hook back, and and to me, that's always what I'm that's always what I'm going for. And content wise, it, it felt very similar to like lyrical content that I would write. So I was just like, yeah, this is, this is a me song and everybody on the team agreed and we'll see what happens with it. So big announcement from the Cadillac three this past week, long hair. Don't care. The guys are embarking on their Canadian vacation tour and they play London music hall, September 25th tickets went on sale Friday. Here's our full concerts and events guide for the weekend. The Country 104 Concert Series continues. Friday nights are Freedom Fridays in downtown London. Country 104 and Cowboys Ranch team up for a party. It's also $4 Fridays now. $4 domestic and bar rails all night. $4 Jack Daniels all night. We've got free bull rides till midnight. Free hot dogs and hamburgers until 11. And you can get some cheap tall boys and ciders on the patio too. Don't forget, Fridays are also ladies night. No cover for the girls who join us in downtown London. Friday night is also the Tilsonburg Kinsman Band Shell Bash. Bobby Wills, Julia Haggerty, the Mudmen, and Small Town Girls rocking out in Tilsonburg. Ticket details at country104.com. As well, we've got the Country Music Association of Ontario charity softball game Friday night at London's Labatt Park, too. Saturday night, the new Faces Showcase and Concert at Market Square in downtown London. Market Square transforms to Country Square and welcomes Megan Patrick, the Recklaws, Brad Battle, Johnson Crook, Kelsey Maine, Joshua David, and the Red Hill Valleys out of Hamilton. Sunday, you've got the big awards show. Country Music Association Ontario will see performances uh, from Tebe, Tim Hicks, Jason Blaine, Megan Patrick, Michelle Wright, Jason McCoy, Dan Davidson, Andrew Hyde, Cold Creek County, and more. Uh, don't forget, the actual awards will be given out, too. My predictions are online at country104.com. If you're looking for something a little different on Sunday, lots of charity events going on. The 2018 Corporate Challenge will take place at Harris Park in uh, downtown London. You can also catch the Walk for Arthritis at TD Stadium. Again, details at country104.com. Tim X, he dropped the music video for Loud this past week. You can see it online at country104.com. Now, Tim's Trackside Music Festival stage mate, Dean Brody, has got some new music out. He released two new singles this past week, Good Goodbye and Dose of Country, and Dean actually called the show to talk about it. Yeah, we're really excited about these new songs. Yeah, it sounds like you're ready for summer with these ones, buddy. Yeah, no, we figured, like, normally we put out, like, one single, but we were like, okay, let's let's just do two at once, and, you know, this day, this day and age, because of the social media platforms and stuff, we can't do that, so, like, let's just do two summer songs at once, and see what happens, so, we're excited about you guys, like, listening to them. 
Yeah, well, I've been listening to uh, Good Goodbye all day long now, and and it was they were really right in that press release where they said it kind of had the Mexico feel. Can you just give us the story in your own words uh, behind the song? Um, a lot of times, like when I get out of a hotel, I get out. They kick you out like noon or whatever, or sometimes one o'clock or eleven a.m. A lot of times, I'll have time to kill, like sometimes seven hours or more before my flight leaves that night. And so, this song is kind of um, about two things, like a bummer that vacation ends, but then also the whole, um, like having to wait until your flight. And so we're like, let's make a party out of it. Let's get a mariachi band, you know, um, involved. And that was like the most fun with this song is we have horns involved. And, and uh, it was just a blast to make. I love the direction you went with it because for me, I hate having to check out of hotels at 11 a.m. Like I barely even woke up yet and I'm already out the door. So I would have gone right. in the direction of just like anger and frustration. You made this thing fun. Yeah, yeah, just go to the bar and with your buddies. And, but yeah, you're right, like, none of us, especially on vacation, what, 11 a.m.? Like, that's when, we're, that's when we're trying to wake up. Absolutely the worst. Hey, so I love the horns, though, because you've never been afraid to try new things. And I was trying to think, I was like, man, I don't know if I can remember Dean using horns before. Have you, have you actually ever used them before like this? We've never used them, man, no. I've heard of another song. I think Chesney has, like, a uh, song, like a Mexico song. I know Toby Keith had one years ago that had something, had some kind of thing in it. But, yeah, never for us. And so having the guys, the mariachi guys, come in and do that was was a lot of fun. Like, I even said it. It was so, it was so cool. I was like, man, this is awesome. And hopefully, hopefully you guys dig it. We really do, and I love where you're going because you're 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 stretching the limits again. Like, is it is it just fun and games to you at this point? Like, let's see what we can put on this song, or is it kind of this this niche that you're grabbing where you're just trying new things and expanding the genre a little bit? Um, I don't know. I never think about like trying to do edgy stuff. But I think I end up doing it because I can't sit still as a songwriter. And uh, I've been to Mexico a couple times, and one of the things that I think is just something that resonates with me is the mariachi the sound of the the horns especially and so we're just like okay this is a song about mexico let's put some horns in it and and away we went it sounds great man so tell me about the other one dosa country uh you've added this one on it's a, just a bonus for fans and it's really summary too like i i just i'm i'm really digging what you're putting out right now cool man thank you yeah we just we just thought let's do a song like super country, especially in the summertime. Like, I think we're all about fed up with being indoors, especially at work, our work environment. It's, if you live in a city or in a town, it's just time to get out in the country. And that's what, this song celebrates that. We got a little cuss word in there, but we, we censored it for radio. Basically, it's like a, a bleep load dose of country. And, uh, yeah, I had lots of fun with that, too. Absolutely awesome. So you know what? I'm, I'm just picturing these songs. They're going to go really well in your live set this summer. And I was looking on your website, and you're, you're only doing just a handful of festivals this summer. Yeah, we're keeping it light this summer. Um, we have something to announce later this summer. It's going to happen in the fall. Uh, something a little unorthodox for, for me and my team, but uh, excited to, to get into those details a little bit later. But yeah, it's a light summer, but it's going to be in the fall. We've got some the Country 104 Weekly Roundup. The Country Music Association of Ontario Festival and Awards are in London this weekend, and there's a ton of events Friday through Sunday, some of which we already detailed. Get involved at country104.com. Now, as with every major country music awards show, I like to make predictions. And the winner is 
James Barker Band, single, album, band of the year. Female of the year, Megan Patrick. Fan choice and male artist, I got to give that to Tim Hicks. Group or duo of the year, I'm saying James Barker Band and the rising star will be Andrew Hyatt. Some of those choices, they could go the other way easily. You can find my full list of predictions and make your own at country104.com. All right, but full disclosure, I do not have an actual vote for the award show. And that is much to the dismay of James Barker Band. Bobby actually, it was funny, Bobby messaged me Sunday when I made my predictions. He says, Weaver, thanks for the article. That's awesome. Thanks for the support. I was like, no worries, man, but... It's not like my opinion matters. Like, it doesn't at all. I don't have a vote. And he's like, oh. Well, damn, what am I messaging you for? (laughs) Sadly, the James Barker Band will not make it to the CMA Ontario Awards this Sunday. Even though they're nominated, they're actually opening for Kenny Chesney in Pittsburgh this weekend. We can't blame them for missing out. A great group of guys that can make it this weekend are JBB's Group of the Year category foes, Cold Creek County. Doug from Cold Creek County actually gave us a shout on Thursday. Hey, buddy. What's shaking, man? How are you? Oh, just gearing up for what should be a pretty good weekend, dude. How are you? Where are you calling from today? Uh, I'm actually at home today. I'm doing some edits down in my uh, my home studio, but uh, doing a bunch of phoners and then uh, gearing up for this weekend. Edits in the home studio. Do you have a side project or are we talking about some potential new music here? No, no. Uh, well, we definitely have new music, but actually what I'm working on today is, uh, like, I started my, my, my management company, and I have uh, two bands that I produce and manage, so I'm kind of just cleaning up some of those edits, And uh, but for us, we have a new record on the way, and it's pretty much done, so I don't have to do too many more. <laughs> Dude, how do you time find time for all this stuff? Uh, you know, there's 24 hours in a day, my friend. <laughs> Jeez, I work 23 of them, and you're making me sound lazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, man. No, I mean... Uh, just time management, to be honest, a little bit every day and kind of, kind of crosses things off the board. So, okay. So we're going to do a deep dive this weekend. Uh, uh, we'll talk about some things when you're down at the CMAO awards, but, uh, just briefly, uh, just give us a quick overview. What is the direction of the new music? Um, it's a little more, uh, a little more mature, but, uh, like most of our records, um, we, we're a very diverse band, you know, there's six, there's six members in the band and everybody has different feelings and different vibes and, and, uh, you know, there's a lot about life and love on this next one. Um, but, uh, again, we ha- we have, uh, some serious songs, some love songs, some fun songs, you know, it's kind of just, uh, whatever's kind of pulling us in our life right now is basically what we put on the record, so... We're very, very excited to get it out there, man. And uh, you know, I, I can't, I can't give you too many more details other than that. But uh, it, it is almost finished. But what I can tell you is that we, we're not done with homemade yet. We still have one more single that's going to be coming off of, uh, off the EP. And I can't give you that, the title of that song yet. But uh, there's a lot of fun stuff and uh, kind of surrounding it. So it'll be out probably in the next few weeks. So uh, I can tell you that. What are you, Ryan Seacrest, right now? You're just giving me the tease. You're just giving me just a little taste before the commercial break here. <laughs> That's right, man. I had someone else say that in an interview, too. So, uh, But just a little bit, you know. I want to keep everybody engaged and, 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 uh, and following us, and uh, we wanted to put out the best music we can for, for, for radio and our fans and for ourselves. So we're, we're just lucky to be... Uh, to be continuing to do this, man. You know how hard the industry is. It's just a blessing to be here. Yeah, man. Well, unlike the other person, I'm going to be able to ply you with beer this weekend to get the full scoop out of you. So I'm going to be doing all right this weekend. 
I'm in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're a big part of our weekend, and uh, we're really looking forward to seeing you guys back in town. Should I mention uh, Cold Creek County, the reigning group board duo of the year at the CMA Ontario Awards? <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, you know, it's uh, again, it's, it's not... Uh, it's not about winning awards for our band, man. I mean, to get recognition, that that's an award in itself for us, just to be nominated. But, uh, you know, if we did take take the, the award home for Group or Duo, that would be the trifecta. And uh, I think that would be super cool. But, uh, again, it, it's really not about the awards. It's just about being at the table, being around our peers, our, our friends, radio personnel, everybody, Sony, and just just putting out the best music we can man so to get any recognition we're just truly humbled for that you you have that speech down to a t dude (laughs) 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 hey let's talk about some baseball i was trying to remember the skills of the cold creek county boys uh playing ball uh the last time you guys were in london for the country music association of ontario awards uh just give me a recap what would you consider your athletic level to be Oh, man. Uh, well, I grew up playing baseball, so I, I think I'll be all right. Um, I know, uh, so the Lesters, the Lester brothers, Josh and Justin, they're, they're football guys, and those guys can chalk a, a football, you know, like 100 yards or something like that. So I think they'll be able to, to toss the ball. Maybe we'll put them in the field. Uh, Trevor has never played sports in his life. Like, he's not, he's not much of a sports guy. He's always <laughs> been, uh, music, music, music. So, uh, you know, it, it's going to be fun. And Jordan... Jordan can can play ball and, and, and throw the ball and catch the ball, I think. So I think we're going to do all right. Okay, I'm hoping so because you're on uh, Country 104 boss Brad Gibbs' team, and uh, I don't know okay. if you I don't know if you caught it, but yesterday we had Jason McCoy from the Roadhammers on. He's on the other team. Uh, he, oh, yeah. Verl made him the official spokesperson of her team, and Brad and okay. and and Jason chirped each other quite a bit yesterday. Brad is pretty much guaranteed victory, dude. So I don't know how the fun and friendly this is going to be. This might get a little competitive. Oh, I, it already has. Like the other day, um, <laughs> I see the trash talking has already started online on Instagram and, and Twitter and all that stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. everyone's going back and forth. It started, man. It, it, it feels like a, a, a hockey forum or something like that. It, it, it's pretty awesome. Can, I, I think there's going to be some good competition for sure. Can you give me a taste of that? I missed some of the trash talk. What did I miss? Oh, man. Uh, like, Megan Patrick, she's just, like, she's ruthless. She's just like, well, come get it. I'm not scared. Like, you guys are basically going down. And then, uh, But we, I, I'm pretty sure we have Stu Reckla, and, and Jordan was saying online there, he's got, you know, the biggest arms in the world, so I think we're going to fare out all right if we have to hit the ball or whatever. But uh, then a bunch of Andrew Hyatt jumped in there, and, and yeah, it, it's, like, they're ruthless, man. <laughs> the Country 104 Weekly Roundup. Hey, shout out to last week's guest, Tyler Rich. As always, our conversations with country stars are online at country104.com. You can also listen on Omni anytime you like. Here's more from Tyler that you probably haven't heard yet. Okay, the video for the difference. I want to talk about that, but before we get into it, let's talk about the fact that your fiance and your dogs are in the video. That's your actual fiance and your actual dogs in the video. Yeah, that's my family. Is yeah. it true that you met your fiance with the classic line, do I know you from somewhere? Absolutely. Yeah? Does that actually work? <laughs> Listen up, guys. <laughs> um, I Here's the thing. She's an actress. I've seen her in things. Okay. And so subconsciously, when I saw her in person, I was at Stagecoach Southern California Festival. When I saw her, in my mind, in my drunken state at this festival, I'm like, 
how do I know this? I know her from somewhere. Which band is she here with? Whose girlfriend is that? Who lucky? What lucky soul is walking around when that is his girl? Like, and my buddy's like, I don't know, man. You should go find out. And it was Friday, and I was like, man, I, I don't, I don't want to go find out. I haven't had no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not ready to hit on a chick right now. I just need to hang out, and I'll see her later. Well, flash forward two days later, I don't see her, and I see her on Sunday finally. And so I walk up to her, and I just, you know, big old smile, and just, <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm Tyler. Do I know you from somewhere? And, and she's just like. I, 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 I backed up a little bit. She's like, I, I think so. You look really familiar too. And, and I was like, okay, cool. Let's figure it out. You know, we, we exchanged names and neither of us had service for Instagram because you can click it and I'll say, oh, these people also follow her. You know, yeah, I yeah. could have figured it out. We couldn't figure that out. So then a couple minutes go by and all of a sudden I turn around and her and her friends are hightailing it to one of the VI, the back bars. And she's like, bye. It was so nice to meet you. Well, well, well we'll see you soon. I was like, well, that's not how that was supposed to go. No. That, that line was supposed to work perfect. <laughs> and uh, you know, my buddy's like, you can go chase her? And I was like, man, I don't, I don't chase women. I don't chase whiskey. Give me a pull of that bottle. <laughs> you know, trying to be tough. And took a big swig and then chased her, right? Chased her as fast as I could. Good man. Um, and I could not find her anywhere. And the next day I slid into the DMs. You know, that is also a tasteful move, guys, if the first one doesn't work. Slid into the DMs on Instagram and... You know, I just kind of went back to my first move. I was like, hey, I'll let you, great to meet you yesterday. I'll let you know where I figure out how I know you. <laughs> Start scrolling through her Instagram on my drive, figure out that I've seen her in movies and that I recognize her from that. And oh, wow. uh, so I tell my, my driving back with my best friend, Alex, and I'm like, Alex, dude, it's the chick from Entourage. It's the boy, like all this stuff. And, and he's like, are you kidding me? He's freaking out. And I was like, all right, I can't mess this up. When I know you from somewhere doesn't fully work, what works next? <laughs> you know, and I just kept the conversation going, and she was in the middle of a breakup, and it was she was like, uh, she's like, I was in no place to be like talking to a guy, like we were in the middle of a bad breakup, and she's like, I, uh, your smile freaked me out, and I was like, I, I knew I was gonna get stuck. She's like, I had to run away, and you know, we talked back and forth over a few days, and our first date was like ten days later, and the rest is history. Yeah. I find it so interesting that a guy who plays guitar, writes songs, and, and sings beautifully <laughs> is having so much trouble talking to women. Just get you, what you should ask your friend for. Forget the line. Just can somebody get me a stage? Yes, give me a somebody, stage. because that's just you know that's a you know that's a full disclosure here. That's how that's how we hit on women. <laughs> we walk on so. stage, we sing, you smile, you point, you make you connection, and then you hope to meet them later. That's how you hit on a woman when you're a musician. I mean. We don't really have much, you know, the one-on-one -on -one is a little freaky sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about the video then. So how much creative control do you get with your projects? Are you really grabbing the reins on this thing? Or are you, are you happy letting other people do the work for you? Honestly, I, I, I find a lot of, um, I do find a lot of happiness letting other people take the reins and uh, getting to sit back and kind of steer the ship as people are working the ship and really kind of let other people throw their, because they get paid to do that. They yeah. get paid to be creative. They've gone to school to be creative and their ideas are probably eight out of 10 times better than mine. And so it's, it's been a crazy fun process to watch everybody work together as a team. I've never had a team, you know, so getting to utilize that's been amazing, but I definitely get to steer in the end. Um, it's everybody always says, "Oh, you sign a deal and everybody they take control and everything is what they want," and that's not true. Like I, I'm still, thank God, I'm the captain of the ship, and mm -hmm. I get to say yes or no to anything for the most part, and for the most part. <laughs> and when it came to the video, they're like, "Hey, we have 20 directors that wrote a treatment for the video, uh, so sit down, read these tonight, and let's talk tomorrow. See what everybody's favorite is, not what your favorite is. What's everybody's favorite, right?" And uh, so I read 20, which is one of the coolest things in the world. You sit there and you read what 20 people imagine your music video to be. And they're long pages after pages of pictures and drawings and, and everything's great, you know, and we 
Mason Dixon was the director of the video and I wanted the video to be as true to my life as possible. The song was so true to my life that I wanted the video to be that. And I wanted it to be a three minute time capsule that I could look back in 20 years and be like, babe, that was, that was us when we were kids. Like that was us when we met. That was my first song. That was the song is about us falling in love. Why the video should be about us falling in love. And it should be, it should have our dogs and it should, and his video was very close to that. And we, we did some tweaks. We had a meeting with him and we're like, well, if we did this, what if we added these memories of all these moments that, you know, I didn't get the kiss. What if we switch this memory for this memory instead? And the whole video follows all these times where, you know, you almost say, I love you. You almost go for a kiss. You almost get the girl, but you don't cause you chicken out or maybe you guys weren't ready. And at the very end, you know, my dog gives me the, okay, go. She gives me a head nod. She goes, go get her dad. And I run back and I get my kiss, you know, and that's how the video ends. And so it it's, it's just cool you know 20 years 10 years from now we'll look back and be like those were our dogs they're old you know our, our dogs are old those were our dogs back then and, and that was us back then and that was us awkwardly pretending that we hadn't kissed yet <laughs> <laughs> i think your video should almost like tell your whole life story at this point so you've got the the kiss and the meeting of the girl the next one should be the wedding the next one should be the kids after that uh tyler rich uh, looking for a parking space at costco <laughs> after that tyler rich you know <laughs> renews the mortgage yes. <laughs> tyler rich because roundup with Matt Weaver. Keith Urban, he's taken fans into his studio for a behind-the-scenes look at the making of new single Coming Home. Coming Home started with an idea to take a sample from an iconic country song, and I had a few in mind, um, but Merle Haggard's Mama Tribe was the one that kept coming to my thinking of using it as a an anchor to try and write a song from. The original, which is basically this... And that was it. It became this. <laughs> I was really taken with the idea of being able to have a song be used in a new way that can potentially find a whole new audience. Who'll go out and they'll go and find Mama Try, people that have never heard that song. I called up Teresa Haggard when we'd uh, created a lot of this song so that she knew what we were working on and that I have the utmost respect for Merle. Wanted her blessing on this track. I was out in LA working with Julia Michaels. We were talking about why you need to come home physically sometimes. And she said, well, you know, it's, uh, I know it's only one call away, but it's not the same. It's just, I, I was so taken by how simple that line is, how just incredibly simple it is. And yet that, summed up the entire song's spirit right there. You can watch the full making of Coming Home online at country104.com. Canadian country music legend George Canyon is back with his 12th record. South Side of Heaven is now available, as is the second single, Better Off in Love. George actually called the show the other day. Two years in the works. How does it feel to finally get out there and have people hear these songs that you've been sitting on for so long? It feels great. You know, we had this record done and ready to go probably, oh, I would say, oh gosh, four months ago. So for me, it's, you know, it's been, it's been a while coming. Like we've been waiting to, to get it out and have the time, time to release and everything properly. Well, it sounds great. I just spent the last uh, half hour, 45 minutes listening to it uh, and a couple of the tracks oh, over you. and over again. Let me tell you, I love the way the record kicks off. That first song that you've got on there, More You, that's fantastic. More You. Thank you, thank you. That was uh, that was the first thing off the record. We're on to better off 
uh, better off in love now, which um, which we love is kind of get the '90s vibe. I just love the way it kicked off the album. So let's talk about the song that just came out today, or this week, I should say, the, the song that you're putting out uh, here that for fans to hear. Better Off in Love. Can you give us some backstory on that one? Written by a buddy of mine down in Nashville by the name of Brett Jones. I've been blessed to get to write with him. He wrote a lot of number ones back in the 90s uh, for everybody, and is currently writing number ones for Jason Aldean and guys like that. Um, Brett, it was pitched to me, and I just fell in love with the song because it had that 90s feel, and I, I miss 90s country. And um, I asked him if I could rewrite a couple of the lines because I wanted it to be a bit more Canadian. And he was so gracious. He allowed me to write a couple, rewrite a couple of the lines and uh, kind of turned it into a little more of a Canadian song, talking about WestJet and Jasper and things like that. I love it. You know, this record's got sad stuff. It's got happy stuff. It's got summer songs. It's also got a hell of a cover, man. You covered Stomp and Tom Connors. Yeah, I was asked. Um, I was asked by the family if I'd be a part of the 50th Stomp and Tom anniversary record, and so I was. I mean, gosh, I was hugely honored when they asked me to do the hockey song. And then my record label, Ole Red Dot, um, they said, "Listen, why, why don't we put this record, this song on your on your new record?" And I was really excited to do that. And I'm a huge Stomp and Tom fan. The Country 104 Weekly Roundup. I just finished my fourth season with the Calgary Flames as their anthem singer and um, yeah hockey I still play twice a week so <laughs> it made perfect sense that's great and it really ties into the fact that you're playing the Tom- Stomp and Tom Festival in June I think it is uh, yeah we're going out and playing uh, Skinner's Pond super Stomp cool Tom Festival we can't wait yeah so excited about that so dude how do you find time to actually put together records and music you play hockey twice a week you're working with the flames uh you're doing tv <laughs> i'd love to talk about this hour is 22 minutes you got the skit there yeah, yeah. You're, you're doing grease coming up here you're still doing your diabetes work you're still working with the military and you and you play shows like who the heck has time to write in this amount of time yeah you know what it's it's the winter month where you really get to do it or sitting in a hotel um after you get you know, done with the day or before the show, before you're going, get into the hotel there and you kind of sit down with the guitar and it happens every now and again. You can catch the full clip with George Canyon at country104.com. The Reclaws will join George Canyon, Brett Kissel, Megan Patrick, and more at Lucknow's Music in the Fields this summer. And if you're listening to this show before Saturday night, catch the Reclaws at Market Square in downtown London for that free show with Megan Patrick. If it's Sunday, you can see them at the CMA Ontario Awards in Centennial Hall. Now, on top of all that, you can actually see the Reclaws with the CFL this year. This band has really taken off. Just announced, the Reclaws will perform during halftime at the CFL kickoff game in Winnipeg. That's June the 14th. On top of all of that, long live the night. It's the official theme song of Thursday Night Football. So get ready to hear that summer jam all summer on TSN at the beginning of each Thursday night CFL game. <laughs> you know, they just grow up so quickly. The Reclaws. You're doing great, guys. A big part of the fun of the CMA Ontario Festival and Awards Weekend is the charity baseball game Friday night at London's Labatt Park. Country 104 boss Brad Gibb was a team captain, and Jason McCoy of the Roadhammers represented team number two. We got them both on the phone this week. Mad, but what's going on, guys? Well, we're getting ready for the weekend, buddy. We're hearing that you're hosting this award show, and you're going to bring the energy again. It's called the Shindig. The Shindig. The full-on full Shindig. I like Hoot Nanny. Hootenanny's pretty good. You know what? It's it's, it's kind of old, but it's being brought back. Like cool names, you know, like cool old names. Where does hoedown fit in? Older or younger? 
Eh, you hold down and see, it's got this connotation and we just can't, you know, we just, no. <laughs> <laughs> we can't afford Hey, man, come on. Well, you're back again this year. What, they can't afford a new guy yet? Well, yeah, it's just I'm doing what I can. Well, you do great every year, man. We can't wait to have you back in London. And you're playing some baseball with us on Sunday night, which is why we want to talk to you right now. Yeah, you know what? I'm pretty uh, pretty pumped about this. Cause a couple of things. First of all, I'm just going to say it. Uh, I was a, I was a dandelion picker when I was uh, a kid. Okay, and nothing much has changed. Okay, I'm 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 not really playing for the Jays here. If you get what I'm saying, okay. Well, you're uh, representing Burl's team, though. You gotta you gotta you gotta pump yourself up a little more than that. Well, no, 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 no. I I don't have to do nothing about me. I can do this all about our team because our team rocks. We've got we do have the best team. We got Jason Blaine. He's, uh, he's probably going to play first base or something, and he's just going to whip his golden hair like that's his superpower. So, <laughs> you know, when, uh, yeah, when, the, when the red team tries to do something, he's going to blind them with his golden locks. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, Tim Hicks, of course, his superpower is just loud. It's going to get loud, and he just does loud stuff, and the other people drop the ball. It's going to be great. Andrew Hyatt, he's actually a serious ball player. Okay, he like, was he, just telling us like, this a couple minutes ago. Yeah, he's he's not kidding because he's the real deal, and uh, so he's going to be our total superpower. And uh, yeah, Leah Daniels, uh, she's super tough, and uh, Megan Patrick, they're just gonna they're gonna whoop your butts. I just have to stand around and cheerlead. Now I want to just throw something out there. I saw Leah play last time. She spent the time in the field looking in the sky. No, she didn't. No, <laughs> no, she was just trying to fake you out so that she's playing. She's sharking you, man. Oh, I see what it not is. Not a threat, but she is. See the thing that I've We're got on the on a, on a, on a red team is is the the two things that I have going for me are Eric Etheridge and Stu Walker from the Rec Laws. Okay, Stu Walker. You know what? The bottom line is whether you guys win or lose, he has to pee in a cup at the end of the game. We're getting a urine sample. Come on, man. Holy smoke. That's some bovine grade stuff going on there. I got to think that Jenna's got something in her too. Jenna to me seems like somebody like she could pitch a bale. She can, she can whip, whip a ball. They come for their family's perfect, and they're all they're all genetically modified. You know, they're they're not real. They're not real people. They're they're actually they're actually cyborgs. So I, it's not it's not really fair. I think the problem is see that the one thing that one thing that you skipped over on your team is your Achilles heel, and that is all of the Rivertown Saints because they we watched them play last year, and they yeah. are horrible. They're not horrible. They're jovial. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> They're well, like jovial. A, They're having a good time. Like a rodeo clown? Yeah, 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 I guess so, in a way. But you know what? Hey, they're cute. We got the cute factor. Everybody, everybody loves the Rivertown Saints. They're now, like little you know, stuffed animals of the, of the country music kingdom. I'm supposed to be impartial, but I feel the only way Chris LaBelle is catching a ball is if it drops into his solo red cup. <laughs> you know what? That's... I'll, yeah, I'll give you that. That's, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> oh, man, this weekend is going to be no fun at all. Hey, shout out to Tebe. The CMA Ontario-nominated artist had his charity golf tournament this past week, and he raised a bunch of money out in Peterborough. Love all the charity this guy is involved in lately. It's great to see that from a person who many would consider a role model. All right. Time now for our final guest of the week. That's Leah Daniels. She and Melissa Megan rocked the Bull and Barrel in London this past Sunday for Leah's album release party. We actually talked about that record, the story before the show itself. How are you? I'm doing great. I can imagine you're doing really good because it's album release day. I know. 
Yeah, it feels really, really good. It should feel good. I'm reading your Twitter feed right now, and we're just seeing all these nice messages that come through. I saw one, somebody was crying listening to it, and then I saw you win number one. I did. <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. That was such a surprise and just so crazy. So I'm just feeling really just thankful for everybody's support. It's amazing. Now, a lot of people listening right now don't know what it's like to release an album that you've been working on for such a long time. So what's it feel like? Are you like a proud mother right now? Is it like giving a kid a big present at Christmas? What's it like? <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I before it came out, I was nervous because this is the first time that other people are going to hear these songs. And I've lived with them for, well, a couple of these, you know, for a couple of years. So to finally have them out there is, it feels great and it feels really, really awesome to have people come back and say, we love it. So yeah, I'm, I, it is kind of like a proud mother moment. I'm so happy for you because you came by to talk to us about uh, the single first uh, back in February. So to me, yeah. it's like February to now May. I've been waiting for this record and you've been waiting even longer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some of these songs I wrote two years ago, so it's been a while. Um, I spend a lot of time writing both in here in Canada and then Nashville and L.A., so um, three different producers I worked with, so it's kind of like a, a combination of different influences and and uh, different people coming together. Yeah, I kind of feel that's what you told me about it last time. There was some ups, yeah. there was some downs, you were trying some new things, you're kind of spreading your wings a little bit. Exactly. Like, I mean, there's songs about first love. There's songs about, well, just like life. Um, one of my favorite songs actually is called One More Round. It's the last song on the album. And it's just about kind of getting up and you've been knocked down and not taking no for an answer. And it's just kind of been almost like an anthem for my life. I just love it. So it's, it's yeah, it just feels so great to like now people actually get to hear this music. I am noting that one on my list of things to do this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> It's a great workout song too. So, oh, you know. nice! <laughs> I mean, you're 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 going, you're pushing a little bit, thinking that I'm going to do any working out this weekend. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> I'll, I'll walk really fast when I'm having a beer, walking my dog. I'll walk faster there than normal. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> This past week at the Bull and Barrel in London, Country 104, Budweiser Gardens, Trackside Music Festival, London Music Hall, and Western Fair held the Trackside Homegrown Showcase. It's basically a battle of the bands for the chance to play Trackside. Now, last year's winner, Melissa Megan, was actually on hand to help us decide who would win this year. It was down to Jesse T, Whistler Creek, Small Town Girls, Rob Kirkham, and Neon Rain. And the winner... Yes. This has been an amazing night of music by amazing local artists. Let's hear some noise for who to play tonight. Rock Turbo and Neon Ring. Small Town Girls. Jesse T. And of course, Mr. Green. Thanks for everybody that came out, both fan and artist, and thanks again to all the sponsors and organizers. You can see Jesse T perform this summer at Trackside, and you can catch Whistler Creek, the runner-up, on the Moxie's Patio with Country 104 this June the 21st.
I'll tell you what, you never know what's going to happen when we party on the Moxie's patio for a Thirsty Thursday. This week, Chris LaBelle of Rivertown Saints showed up. What's up, dude? I'm super pumped to be here. What's going on? CMAO weekend. Now, you guys are the reigning title holders for the single of the year category. So I got a question for you, all right? I want to know your thoughts on single of the year this year. Now, our nominees are, let's see here. We've got Born to Love, Jason Blaine. James Barker Band Chills, Megan Patrick Country Music Made Me Do It, Tim Hicks Slide Over, and Genevieve Fisher You Me We. Now, I'm not asking you to rock the boat and get in trouble with any of your country music comrades, but if you were forced to pick a song, what song do you think really was like this one that made an impact across country music this year? Okay, I, I'm going to pick two. I'm going to okay. pick two okay. if that's cool. Okay, okay let's go with uh, Megan Patrick, yeah. Country Music Made Me Do It. That's what a title that is. And I'm going to go Chills, James Barker Band. I told the Rivertown Saints that when Chills was on the radio that was going number one and it did go number sure one did. and yeah that song it just there was something about that song that really hit me and uh, it, it just makes you want to dance when the chorus comes in like you know what go James Barker but I love <laughs> Tim Hicks I love them all I do too it's gonna be really it, tough yeah it sucks like like Genevieve Fisher I love her uh, and it's in her hometown she could pull it, that hometown card and win this thing. I hope she pulls the hometown card thing and wins it because the first time I saw her we were actually uh, I think we were in Markham and this was like three years ago and she came out like an angel in this white dress and I was like I remember that I'm like who is that girl I didn't know who it was yeah. and but I have a wife I have a wife <laughs> let me put that out there but I'm like this girl is amazing she's gonna do big things and I'm so glad that uh, you know she, all the success that she has is going a long way so we're talking about other people's music let's talk about your music Rivertown Saints you get to me it's been out now but as is the nature of today's world give me more give me more what's next what's next so is there a plan for that yeah we got like we've been working crazy in the studio doing a lot of stuff uh, not sure if we're going to put out an EP this year or early next year, but uh, just doing a lot of writing and getting her done. Like, uh, expect some high energy this summer at the shows and uh, great tunes. You know, we do a lot of writing ourselves, yeah. but if we get pitched a song, the best song wins. So basically, you know, I'm listening to music constantly all the time, getting pitched songs all the time, and it's just, at the end of the day, the best song wins because there's so much competition these days to get those radio ads yeah. and and uh, there's just so much talent out there that you know you need it. You need a hit, and I feel I feel so bad for you guys because you guys have good music coming at you all the time, right? And it's it's, it's like, a difficult world we live in. It's like, oh, I'm so blessed with all this amazing music. Now, what do I play? Yeah, exactly. Now, what do I play? It, exactly. And I, I appreciate the support that you guys have given the Rivertown Saints, and uh, hopefully we continue to just put out good music. Now, your music is always up tempo. It really fits into live shows, and like a lot of times, an artist will come across our desk, uh, and they've got amazing ballads, and they've got all these great hits that have charted but they're all slower and they don't translate to a live set you guys have already got those under your belt have you ever thought of slowing it down a little bit on your side and going the opposite direction of what you're used to totally i i, I want to drop that major ballad but at the same time all the all the pieces of the cards they gotta they gotta fit together properly and uh you know i think i think typically you know when you come out with a song in the summer you want it to be upbeat so you could roll the windows down throw the arm out the window and stuff like that so um yeah maybe maybe when it starts snowing we'll we'll put out that monster ballad. Write a song about my summer breakups, and then you'll be good for winter, that's right? right? That's yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Uh, P.S. to the to girlfriend, I didn't mean that. You know, what I mean? <laughs> my right. past breakups. We've yeah, been, we've been having a good cover good conversation here, and he, he he loves you. Yes, I certainly do. Thanks for the save, Chris. Thank you. Join us every Thirsty Thursday on the Moxie's patio in downtown London. All right, it looks like it's the time for the bloopers this week, and I'll tell you what, I feel like there was a few of them. 
Eric, bless us with some bloopers, please. Big announcement this week from the band that you loves. No. Big announcement from the band that you loves. How do you word that? The band that you loves favorite brand. Is it that? Is that pluralized? Hold on. Re, re, rewrite. Rewrite. Er. Keith Urban has taking fans. Taking fans. He is taking fans and Liam Neeson is trying to find them. Ooh. And the song is She's With Me. Uh, for some reason in my head, because I was talking to them, I said She's With You because... Like they're the they're the they're the me, which is the you in the conversation, right? <laughs> so if he's singing, she's with me. To me, she's with you. But he pointed it out, and I hate getting pointed out in an interview because if all of a sudden you're like, she, he's like, she's with me. And I went, yeah, she's with you. <laughs> the Country 104 Weekly Roundup. Find all things country at country104.com.